ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. You ready to do this? So am I. It's Thursday, July 15th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. White Claw Hard Seltzer. It is made pure. What I tell you yesterday, listen to me, listen to me. I will tell you straight. It wasn't Giannis, by the way. Even though that block was monster in the game. If you watched it, you know what I'm talking about. If you didn't watch it, well, shame on you. Chris Middleton, 40 points, 10 straight toward the end. And the Bucks get the win over the Phoenix Suns 109-103 last night. Tying the series to two games apiece. I told you six. I said six. Seven might be a reality, but I told you six. Now it's 2-2. Bucks win two more. The Bucks win in six. I told you six. Write it down. It's going to happen. Okay, I will concede seven. But write it down. It's happening. Six. That was pretty fun last night. I like that a lot more. It was close. It was back and forth. It was tight. I actually, it was the first time in a while I've actually enjoyed watching an NBA game. Looking forward to the next one, of course, we're going to have all that action on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 13.40. Now, i got to tell you, I just got the news a few minutes ago. We were going to, at 6 o'clock, have baseball starting with Boston at New York. That was going to be set for tonight, 6 o'clock here, with a 7 o'clock TV time. That game's been canceled, postponed due to covid So no baseball tonight because COVID is still a thing. And that really, I think, hits home for a lot of people because, well, restrictions have been eased up. Stadiums are opening up to more capacity. The CDC is basically saying, look, if you're vaccinated, you're good. You don't have to wear the mask. If you're not vaccinated, well, you should wear the mask. And a lot of people are trusting the honor system that you're going to do the right thing. That is the worst idea possible when it comes to professional sports, the honor system, because here's another example of it. And I was going to talk about this later, but it just came up with the cancellation. Right now, Big 12, their media days are going on. They're right out of the gate. Football is back and we're having media days. And most conferences are going to be having media days across the weeks here. Conference USA is going to do virtual. Conference USA right now, my only, uh, to my my knowledge, the only conference doing a virtual, not in-person media day. And we'll talk about that later. I have some ideas why that's just going to be virtual. But with Big 12 media days going on, Bob Bowlesby gets a chance to talk to a lot of people. And he talked to Sports Illustrated. And in this piece with Sports Illustrated, he said that he pretty much implied that conferences are going to be treating unvaccinated players a little differently from those who have had the shot. And in this Sports Illustrated article, 
basically saying that unvaccinated players are still going to be tested regularly. So if you're vaccinated, you don't have to worry about the multiple tests. If you're not vaccinated, you're going to be tested regularly. You're going to have to do that throughout the season. You're also seeing players that are, and, and they have a right to not get vaccinated. I'm not going to argue that point. That's not a point I'm arguing here. Whatever your reason is, I'm not because you have various reasons to why you're not getting vaccinated. And I'm not going to argue with you all those points. But there are consequences to these actions. Consequence is that you're going to get tested for one. Like, okay, you're not going to be vaccinated. You don't trust the shot. You don't want the shot or whatever your reason, you're going to get tested. And you're also going to be finding yourself subject at least in this regard, to contact tracing and quarantine rules. So there are going to be hurdles for you. You're not vaccinated, so these are going to be the hurdles that you must overcome to play, to be on the team. And I don't think this is a restriction by any stretch of the imagination. It's just a matter of, okay, if you're vaccinated, this is how it's going to progress for you. If you're not vaccinated you're going to have to go through contact tracing and quarantine rules, and you're going to have to be tested. And I think that is perfectly acceptable because you've made this decision to get vaccinated, and so this is how your season is going to go. If you make the decision not to get vaccinated, this is how your season is going to go. These are not restrictions for you playing. These are the hurdles that you must overcome to play or to go through the day-to-day. Each school, I'm sure each conference might handle it a little different, but for the most part, you might see this more that, all right, we don't have a 100% vaccination rate here, a 90% vaccination rate, 80. And the vaccine is to protect you. It's not going to be the end-all, be-all. No vaccine is. Just ask Rich Eisen today. If you've seen his social media feeds, he got the, I think he got the Pfizer. You have the Moderna, you have the Pfizer, and you got the J&J. He got vaccinated in February. Well, he's got mild symptoms of COVID right now. Again, the vaccine is to protect you, to lessen the symptoms if you catch it. And you've got the Delta variant out there. So, Let's be honest, things are better right now in some places. There has been an upswing as of late of COVID cases, but just as we saw here with the news a few minutes ago, COVID is still going to be an issue. You have the cancellation of Boston at New York. That was going to be our game, and that was going to be the start of baseball second half after the All-Star break, and then that just leads into what you're going to see some conferences do, some schools do. As far as COVID testing, just because vaccines are out there now doesn't mean that there won't be some protocols still in place for a lot of these schools, a lot of these conferences, because you just don't know still. And honestly, I'm okay with these kind of health guidelines, especially when you have group health involved here. Now, if you're talking just personal responsibility, if you're talking personal responsibility, You've got to take measures to, 
I guess the best way to say this is you are responsible for yourself, right? Okay. And so if you are taking personal responsibility and you're playing fair and you're going by the rules, everything's going to be good. You're being safe. You're, but now you're in a group situation here where you're interacting with players who are maybe vaccinated, maybe not vaccinated. And so I don't think this is going away anytime soon. I'm not here to, to issue judgments on you. I'm not here to say, hey, you should go get vaccinated. But you should, you should think about it. If it's going to continue to be an issue, and honestly, I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon, but let's hope that we can lessen this. All right, when we come back from break, uh, what I really want to get into today is college football news coming out with its rankings, and I've got the Conference USA schools broken down. It was really easy for me to figure out where the schools were, Usually, you, you got so many schools, and you got to go down the whole list here. I just started at the bottom and worked my way up, and it didn't take me long to, to get to the final Conference USA school, and that's sad in itself. But I've got those numbers. I want to look at that, and then I want to compare those because, again, CBS comes out with its list of hot seat, and I've got that from yesterday. We talked about hot seat, which coach is on the hot seat and which coach is sitting pretty. Well, I'm going to compare – where these teams rank overall, according to College Football News, just one publication's rankings, take it as you will, but where do these rankings compare up against coaches and where they are on CBS's very good hot seat chart? We'll talk about that later on, more from the Big 12. You know the horns down? Don't do that. That's another thing. If you're a player, don't do that. That's not a thing. You don't want to do that. I'll tell you why. That's all coming up, plus your phone calls. And you can find me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. What do you think? You think that the, this is going to be an issue with COVID? You got a cancellation again tonight? You know, will conferences and the way they go about treating some of their players, it's not a sense of you're denying. It's more of, okay, if you're not vaccinated, we're going to put you through this protocol. If you're vaccinated, we're going to put you through this protocol. I mean, what do you think? Is that fair? Is that a little too much? Where do you fall on the spectrum on that? At Paul Swan. Also, if you go to our Facebook page, The Drive with Paul Swan, I'm not going to tell you why you should go, but you should go today because I've given you an opportunity that I'm not going to promote this least this week. I'm not going to promote it here today. I might not promote it tomorrow. But if you, I'll just, I'm going to promote it this way. You go to the Facebook page, you'll find out what you can maybe take advantage of. And while you're there, drop us a like, hit that like button. I feel like a YouTube influencer right now. Hit the like button, like the page. Let me know what you think. You've got all these avenues. Take advantage of them. I'm really looking forward to seeing what you get to say today. We're going to continue with today's edition. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. College football news rankings are out. These are fun every year. I like looking at these and seeing where they rank all the teams. And 
I'm not going to go over the entire list. I want to focus on Conference USA today. Welcome back to The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Paul Swan, your host for this Thursday edition. Now, yesterday we talked about coaches, where they are on the hot seat. CBS puts together a great list every year. And right now, if you're Charles Huff, you're sitting pretty. I mean, you haven't played a game yet. You haven't coached a game yet. You're sitting pretty. You're number one. A scale of zero to five. Untouchable is basically untouchable. You, you can't be touched. One is safe and secure. And for a, a new head coach at a university, that's pretty good. And so we'll talk about where the coaches are in the hot seat compared to where they rank and what that might mean for their immediate future, long-term success. All I know is it was easy to put this list together. Usually, if you've got a pretty good spectrum of, of teams, some are going to be really high, some of them are going to be pretty, pretty well locked in the middle, and some of them are going to be in the bottom. And then you look at Conference USA, where a lot of teams are pretty much in the bottom, and that's a problem for Conference USA football. The league has so many other things going for it. Some of the other sports are well, well on their way to being... Well, let's just say when you hang your hat on what Conference USA athletics is all about, you're hanging a hat right now on maybe baseball, definitely soccer, and a few other sports. You're not hanging your hat on football, and it shows with these rankings. So we'll start at the top. The highest-ranked team in Conference USA, according to College Football News, is UAB. The Blazers come in as the 82nd best team in all of America. So that's not bad. It's not fantastic, but it's not bad. But UAB considered to be, according to College Football News, the 82nd best team in all the land. And that's not a bad place to be if you're UAB. Here's a program that had to basically hit the reset button, start all over. The university has put their support in that that program has deserved for years, facilities, Everything you could have possibly dreamed of for UAB is finally happening, or at least it's on its way. And UAB has been very successful as of late in Conference USA. And so we talked about Bill Clark. Bill Clark, right now, in his five seasons, and basically it's been two tours of duty here as the same coach for this program. It's it's, it's almost like the pause and then here we are again, but... In his five seasons, 40-22. and 22. And the four seasons since getting this thing back, 34-16. and 16. And so he's untouchable. In the hot seat rankings, he is untouchable. You can't touch this guy right now. He's done so much for the program. And with the number 82 ranking, you would think, okay, that's justified. He's sitting pretty. And then coming in at 92, the Marshall Thundering Herd. Now, Marshall, before the collapse last season, before things just went sideways, Marshall at one point was a top 25 team. Marshall was undefeated at one point, and there was a lot of hope that Marshall maybe wouldn't get an access bid but could be in the conversation and be a team that you talked about, and then it all falls apart. Well, you got Car- you got Coach Huff coming in, and Coach Huff hasn't coached a game yet. So he's sitting right now safe and secure. Marshall, a lot of potential, though. If this thing goes south real quick, 
you might see a number two ranking for Coach Huff. It's early. It's very early. But if you're not winning the East Division minimum, you got the next year to really maybe make your statement. So as it stands right now, Marshall, Coach Huff, he's safe, he's secure. We'll see what the next couple of years look like. But Marshall's considered 92 in the rankings of all teams in the country. And then right behind Marshall at 94, the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky. The Hilltoppers, similar situation, a lot of potential, maybe not achieving the way the program would like to achieve. And Tyson Helton right now sitting at number two in the coaches' hot seat rankings. Number two is all good for now. Moving up from the one spot, which was safe and secure. So safe and secure, you're starting to move up. All good for now, but that can mean you're trending upward. So things better start going your way. And so as the number 94 team in the country They've got some opportunities here to maybe match with Marshall for that East Division title. So that's where it's looking right now in the East Division, possibly Marshall and Western Kentucky. Now, coming in at number 95 in these rankings, the UTSA Roadrunners. Where's UTSA on the hot seat chart? Well, Jeff Trailer right now has a 7-5 mark one season. And... He came in all good for now. He has since dropped his safe and secure in the hot seat ranking. So things are going well for UT San Antonio. So look for some improvement with that program. That's what is basically the barometer for this program right now. Things are, are going in the right direction. And then at 100, Louisiana Tech, the Bulldogs. Where's Louisiana Tech in Skip Holtz ranking here in the hot seat? Well, Skip Holtz... He's been at Louisiana Tech for several seasons now. He is not exactly the dean of this league, but he's close. Eight seasons, he's the second most tenured coach as far as longevity. And he's got a 61-41 and 41 record at Louisiana Tech. And so things um, could be better for Louisiana Tech. Last year, and these rankings came out, he was safe and secure. Right now, at Louisiana Tech, He's regarded as a coach in a situation where it's just all good for now. Louisiana Tech's going to have to make some some noise, a little bit more success for them to put that program where it wants to be. Because Louisiana Tech does have some potential here to be one of those teams in the West Division. Then we start inching down the list. A team that used to be on top of Conference USA, FAU. When Lane Kiffin was here, in the league, FAU was making some really good strides. They come in as the 101st best team in the country. So at FAU, where does Willie Taggart sit? Well, right now, FAU last season, 5-4. and four. One season with Willie Taggart. And right now, as far as the hot seat is concerned, all good for now. Wait and see attitude maybe all good for now though. No problems there. Then at 102, North Texas, the mean green. Where does North Texas rank in the hot seat? Well, when we talked about North Texas yesterday, here's a team that five seasons with Seth Luttrell 
They're 31 and 31. So it's still all good for now. It could go into pressure is mounting. He can move up into the three spot in these rankings. And that means, okay, things might not be going the way you want, but you still have some room to make it better. Or he could drop down a safe and secure. Right now, sitting at number two with these rankings, but North Texas, the 102nd best team in the country. And then we start to see that drop. And again, we're already close to the bottom here with these rankings, but with FIU coming in at 115, there's not a lot of room there. FIU head coach Butch Davis, in his four years with the program, 23 and 21, at one point, he was safe and secure, but his ranking jumped in these hot seat rankings. He jumped to pressure is mounting. And so with a name like Butch Davis coming in, you were thinking if you're FIU, you're going to see some success in Conference USA with Butch Davis. You're not seeing the success the way you saw when Lane Kiffin came to town. He came into the league with FAU. So... Right now, the pressure is mounting for Butch Davis, and he's got a hole to dig himself out of with this program because FIU is sitting at 115 among all teams across the country. And then right behind FIU at 116 in these college football news rankings, you've got Southern Miss, the Golden Eagles. Southern Miss, where do they stand in these hot seat charts? Well, Southern Miss, Will Hall, Brand new coach in this regard. Sitting pretty right now. Because the only place he can go is up. Because Southern Miss isn't very far from the bottom at 116. So unless it tanks at Southern Miss, and I don't think it's going to tank. Southern Miss and Will Hall sitting at the one ranking. Safe and secure as far as the coaching is concerned. But 116th, I look for Southern Miss. I, I think they're a program that definitely can move its way back to some of the higher levels of Conference USA. And to be honest, Southern Miss is good for Conference USA. When Southern Miss is good, I think Conference USA is better in so many ways. Now we're getting closer to the bottom here. And Middle Tennessee coming in next in the college football news rankings. They are regarded as the 118th best team. Where does the Dean of Coaches, Rick Stockstill, sit among the hot seat, among all the coaches? Well, 15 years, Middle Tennessee, 94-92. So, a couple of games over 500. Three is the ranking that CBS assigned to him for the hot seat. Pressure is mounting. I mean, after 15 seasons here, you've had some success, maybe not some success you wanted, but you've had some, you want to go a little higher, but you're good right now. You're okay. You've been consistent. You've had some victories. You had some failures and you're moving up now. You're moving up to pressure is mounting as a coach with Rick Stockstill. And as a program, you're sitting at 118. Can Middle Tennessee be a program that digs its way to a higher level? Can it be a team that's a little higher Nationally, rating-wise, people regard that program a little bit more. And that's a tough sell right there. Now, the next program might have the potential, but then again, 
as we've seen with all these rankings, Conference USA schools are near the bottom. And the Charlotte 49ers, according to the College Football News rankings, Charlotte 49ers are 119th in the country. That's not good. Where does Will Healy sit, head coach of Charlotte? Well, two seasons, 9 and 10. And he went from untouchable to safe and secure. So I'm not saying that's a bad trend. Most of these coaches are going to be safe and secure in these, in these rankings. Not too many coaches are truly untouchable. But as it stands right now, Charlotte needs to start making its way to the upper levels of Conference USA. And at 119, you're going to have to make some things happen to start building your program now in victories and regard and success. Because the way that Charlotte is attacking the athletic department, putting the energy into football and trying to grow that program, 119 is not going to cut it nationally. Yeah, you want to see more things happening if you're a Charlotte football fan and if you're the administration. And then you got the Rice Owls. You remember the Rice Owls. Yeah, you do. They're 120th overall. Stings, doesn't it? Rice is regarded at 120. Yeah, you know. Herd doesn't have that much success against Rice. It, it kind of... Rice comes up in the wrong moment and just, yeah, I don't want to talk about it either. But with Rice coming in as the 120th best team in college football, where does Mike Bloomgren sit? Well, actually, Rice is trending up. Three seasons, 7-23 record, but Rice is trending up, and right now, you go from all good for now in those CBS hot seat rankings to you number one, safe and secure. So Rice is trending up. So maybe 120, you can you can work with that. You can move up a little bit. It's tough. It's very tough if you're Rice and you're trying to field a competitive team. But Rice is trending up, so we'll see. We'll see if that gets better. And then we're really close to the bottom here now. Not just in Conference USA, but nationally. The UTEP Miners at 123. Where does Dana Dimmel sit in these hot seat rankings? Well, he's moved down a little bit. At one point, it was win or be fired. So now he's at the start improving phase of the hot seat rankings. So that's good, at least for him. Three seasons, five and 27. You're in the, all right, we're not getting rid of you, but you better show us a reason why we're keeping you. So that's where he stands right now with UTEP. Can UTEP dig itself out? Can UTEP be one of those teams that contends in Conference USA? And that's a hard question to answer. And then finally, you look at the Old Dominion Monarchs. The 128th best team Man, you're almost you're almost touching the bottom now. If you're Old Dominion, you're you're looking at the bottom. I mean, your feet can almost touch the ground according to these rankings. And you look at Old Dominion, new coach coming in. So Old Dominion can only go up. You, you can't go too much further down. So you can go up, and that's another program which has aspirations. So 
Some of these numbers could flip. Some of these numbers could improve. At the same time, though, you see these rankings for these coaches. Maybe some match where these rankings are, according to College Football News. And again, this is just one publication, and we're going based off of maybe potential from last season. Last season was a difficult haul for a lot of programs. And so Old Dominion coming pretty much from the bottom, trying to work its way up as a program. Where do you think Marshall should be? you think 92 is too high? Do you think 92 is too low for the Thundering Herd? I think I know where you think it, the Herd should be. It should be a little bit higher. But I want to hear from you. And let me know where you think the Herd should be on social media, at Paul Swan on Twitter, Facebook, The Drive with Paul Swan. Give me your thoughts on that. When we continue, we'll talk a little bit about some rule changes for the Big 12. As media days continue for Big 12 and some of these conferences are ramping up, except for Conference USA. We're going to get into that when we continue here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on the drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our phone lines this hour brought to you by White Claw at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Welcome back to the Thursday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Big 12 Media Days. We find out what happens if you do a horns down to a Texas player as Greg Burks, the Big 12 coordinator, of football officials was asked that question and he kind of smiled and he said he expected that. Okay. Okay. I knew that was going to be a question first. Probably here's the deal. If you do a horns down to a Texas player as an opponent, that's probably going to be a foul. This was in his annual address. He pointed out some things of emphasis, rule changes, He said if you turn to the crowd and do a horns down, it probably won't be a foul. So here's the memo. If you do the horns down to a Texas player, you're going to get flagged. If you go to the crowd and do the horns down, not going to be flagged. Not so much. Isn't that unsportsmanlike, though, in, in somebody's mind? I mean, if you're doing it to the crowd, you're being unsportsmanlike, maybe. I, I don't know. If you're doing it to a Texas player, definitely going to be a foul. So you can't do that. Somebody's going to forget. Somebody's going to do it. That's going to be a flag. It's going to cost their team. But that's uh, coming out of the Big 12. Now, also, as these conference days continue, Conference USA finally announcing yesterday that It's media days. It's event. It's going to be next week. And it's going to be virtual. Now, from a logistics standpoint, you don't have to travel to Texas. You don't have to get hotel lodging. But the league didn't lock the dates down. And part of that might be because Russ Anderson, who recently passed away, 
was basically Mr. Everything for Conference USA. And Russ did a fantastic job. He would probably be the one organizing all these events and locking down everything to make sure that it went off without a hitch. Unfortunately, in the wake of his passing, you're trying to play catch-up, and I think the league will play catch-up, and it will eventually be able to do these things again. But I think another reason here is probably uh, more pertinent. I don't think the league as a body wanted to go. I don't think these coaches, I don't think these administrators, I don't think these athletic directors wanted to spend the money to go to this thing. Because have you seen all the news about athletic budgets and how COVID-19 and the pandemic and you had schools that laid staff off and you had schools that had to drastically cut back on budgetary items. Say what you will about Mike Hamrick, but I didn't hear of any layoffs at Marshall. Again, yeah, you had to you had to juggle the budget best you could with what you had to work with. And other schools had to make decisions, cut programs. Some schools are reinstating these programs and, and trying to put things back to what it might have been a few months prior to the pandemic, but still, the money's tight. I don't think that most of the members of Conference USA wanted to do this thing. I think that's sort of a sign. Again, look at these conference rankings or these college rankings compared to the rest of the country. If you're following just college football news, where do these teams rank? I mean, UTEP's 123, Charlotte's 119, FIU 115, Old Dominion 128. These teams are ranking at the bottom of college football. The attendance probably isn't as good as it could be. The win-loss records, probably not as good as it could be. The television money is terrible. Absolutely terrible. You're not getting much from your TV package. Your exposure is limited. Your revenue is limited. Your revenue potential is limited. And that means nobody's talking about Conference USA. Now, if you're Coach Huff, you're killing it on social media, and that might be the new frontier. And if that's the case, he's killing it. He's owning it. He's destroying it. He's closing the gap. But as far as everything else is concerned here, while I'm talking about the Big 12 and what's happening at their media days and other leagues, we're going to be talking about their media days. Conference USA is doing a virtual event. For, for what? Us. Me. And a few other guys. People who cover the league. So basically, I'm going to recycle the stuff to you that happens at Conference USA Media Days. There's not going to be a grander picture out there. And with that said, how sick and tired are we of the Zoom calls and the talking heads? I mean, logistically, it's great. It is from the standpoint that a lot of Media outlets in Conference USA don't have to worry about sending a reporter and traipsing around the great state of Texas to, to get this stuff. And the Zoom has made access maybe uh, a lot easier for a lot of media outlets. But at the same time, bigger picture here, there is a lot of exposure not happening. 
And that's what Conference USA needs. A lot of exposure right now. Conference USA needs to raise its profile. And part of the way you do that is exposure. And we've all talked about that. We have moaned about that TV conference package. We have talked about that until we're all sick of it. And we're going to talk about it some more. But we're also going to hit the break and come back and wrap this one up. Paul Swan, your host for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're wrapping it up for Thursday, July 15th here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Uh, We will be back tomorrow to do it all over again with you here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Now, if you were wanting to hear baseball, you've been listening to ESPN radio all day, and you thought, okay, the Yankees and the Red Sox were coming up tonight, 6 o'clock. If you tuned in for that, games have been canceled. COVID. So COVID has struck once again. So Major League Baseball, out of precaution, wanted to make sure everything was in place before it proceeded. But Boston and the Yankees, that has been impacted because of COVID. And uh, I'm just going to throw this out here. I know Wiz Khalifa was in uh, Charleston recently. Um, He tweeted that he's got COVID. I'm just going to leave it at that. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it every day. Uh, Thanks for helping me get through this thing as we get closer and closer to actual football to talk about and We'll get there all together. So I'll talk to you tomorrow. Until then, if you missed any part of today's show, you want to go back and listen to it, or you want to listen to a previous edition, go catch an episode where I had an interview with somebody like John Elmore yesterday. All you have to do is go to our podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast is where you're going to find The Drive. Thanks for listening in. I'll talk to you tomorrow.